What is up, my beautiful bitches? Welcome to the Boss Bitch Podcast. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm your boss, bitch, bestie, and hype woman, helping you integrate life and pleasure into your business so that you can create the impact and the wealth that you know you're meant to. We're going to be talking about all the things, like how to show up in your business as the badass bitch that you are, um, how to work from flow, how to have less overwhelm, how to step into your leadership role, and really how to root down in our truth and authenticity. Honestly, it really just comes down to integrating our true authentic self into our businesses. So make sure you're tuning in every week so you don't miss any of my foul-mouthed episodes because I promise this shit is going to rock your world. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Okay, so yes, I know I was supposed to go live at 3. It is 4.15. Should just be like that sometimes, okay? Um, I... I'm going to use this literally as an example for what I'm going to talk about today, which is utilizing mindset um, in your business as the catalyst, right? Like, I don't know if you read my post today, but I boldly stated that mindset work or having a mindset practice is the secret sauce to um, running a six-figure business. It really is. It's really the secret sauce in running any kind of business. It doesn't matter if you are like just starting out, if you're multi-six figures, if you're seven figures, if you're any kind of figures, okay? Just use six figures as like something to give it like a fun little, I don't know, basis. And um, because here's the thing, even before when I was making almost the same amount of money, um, I had no mindset practice. I had very little boundaries. Hi. I had very little boundaries and um, I was miserable, right? And so I very easily could have still crossed over that six-figure line. Like I could have crossed into the six figures Um pretty easily because I was really close right before COVID hit. And um, without mindset work and without my boundaries being very firm, um, I probably wouldn't have been able to do that in a way that was sustainable or in a way that felt good I would have constantly have been putting myself in a position of, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Check, check, check. What's next? What's next? What's next? And when we're always focused on what's coming next, we don't, we're not living now and we're not looking at what's going on now, right? So if there's nothing wrong with being goal oriented, I've always been goal oriented. I still am very goal oriented, but my goals now, I, I, I call them desires because goals feels like something outside of myself. When I talk about desires, when I talk about things that I desire, it's like things that I want and things that in a sense like are already a part of me because they're mine, right? Goals are something that we usually place validation, worthiness, um, success on, and it's in the future, it's separate from us, and it's something we want to go obtain. And 
that's why we can get stuck in that loop and that cycle of being in a constant state of chasing, going, trying to do more. Um, because even when we get to that goal, maybe we achieve that goal, um, are we celebrating? Are we allowing ourselves to have it? Are we diminishing it? Are we saying, okay, yeah, I got here, but it's only because X, Y, Z happened or that person, you know, did me that favor or my parents loaned me that money or um, that was just a lucky thing that that person hired me or whatever, right? Like we do that all the time and it's a normal human brain thing but it doesn't have to be your norm anymore, right? We can disrupt that pattern. We can bring it back to what do I want? What do I need? What have I accomplished? Like in order to be able to sustain a business and sustain something that is going to continue to feed our passions and fuel our fire and be something that we want to continue to cultivate and grow and expand upon, then we're going to have to figure out a way to celebrate ourselves along that path and to be able to tell ourselves that we are doing enough, to be able to rest, to be able to nourish ourselves. If you've been watching my stories this week, um, I've been nurturing myself a lot, nourishing myself a lot. Um, it's what I do pretty much all day, every day, except when I'm like in person with clients. Even when, <clears throat> excuse me, even when I'm working, right, I am still really checking in with myself. I'm really tapped into my needs. I'm really... Um, making sure that I have what I need. If I'm sitting down to write content, I can't write content. And I touched on this in my post today. So if you didn't read it, you might want to go read it. Um, is that we are creative people, right? If you're a hairstylist, if you're in the beauty industry, if you are any type of entrepreneur, if you're running like pretty much any type of business, I personally think every human is a creator in some capacity, right? So anybody listening to this could be this person, but since I'm really lasering in on hairstylists at the moment, like hairstylists especially, okay, it's it just is so funny to me. We sign up for this amazing career where we get to do what we love and live out our passions and like be creative every day and like run our own business and be our own boss, yet we get there and then we're looking around like, What's everyone else doing? What are the rules? What should I be doing? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? Like, oh my gosh. And then we hire people and we look to people. We look at these industry leaders that are like trying to fit us all into boxes. And it's like before we know it, we might as well have just become that, I don't know, nine to five desk job person because all we're doing is following fucking rules every day. So I know for me, and I'm gonna tie it back to content creation, don't worry. I know for me, like even when I just sit down to create a, a post, right? And maybe I even know what I wanna talk about. Maybe it's like not even feeling like it's a forced thing to say or expand upon or share. Um, I still wanna make sure that I am tapped into my body, that my mindset is in a good place, that I'm not shoving down in a way like feelings or overwhelm or stress or anxiety, right? Because here's the thing, we cannot create from 
a, a place of like force and hustle and like grind. And if we're like, okay, I have five minutes in between clients, like I have to make this post. I'm going to sit down and do it while I'm like peeing and eating and like texting that client back. You know, that's just not an energy that we want to create from. Okay. I know sometimes being in the salon, it's like you have to do what you have to do. And sometimes, yeah, we're going to be doing multiple things at once. We're going to be going to the bathroom, drinking water, eating a snack, maybe responding to a client, maybe talking with a coworker, maybe calling our partner, whatever, whatever. Yes, I understand. That is just the way it is, right? But let's do our best to leave that energy at the salon or at the workplace or whatever so that we can have spaces in our regular life outside of the actual salon where we can really, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Invigorates the thing that comes to mind, but it's not exactly what I mean, but I'll say invigorate for the sake of ease. Um, so that we can really, truly be those creative people so that we can create from a place of like fun and joy and like this is my genius that I am sharing with you right and I think you know we get so caught up in the grind we get so caught up in the the work flow like the client work that we don't always incorporate enough time to do these other things right so mindset work and boundaries go together because if you have if you're if you're lacking in boundaries you're probably lacking in mindset um, in a mindset practice and vice versa, right? They kind of really go hand in hand. When I started working on a mindset practice, um, or well, let me say when I started implementing boundaries in my business, this was in 2019. Yeah, 2019, the year before COVID when I was in my studio. And I decided that I was like done with the no-shows, the late cancels, the um, just the clients, you know, that were taking advantage of my time. Um, I was like, you know, this just, I'm done with this. I am stressed all the time. I'm overwhelmed. I'm coming in during off days and off hours. I'm not spending time with my family. And so I made the commitment to myself that I was going to change the way that I showed up in my business because I couldn't change the way my clients were showing up in my business without doing that work myself, right? So I think oftentimes, again, hairstylists will get so frustrated and overwhelmed and it's so easy to blame our clients when, and they're not innocent here. Like they're also at fault, like, right? So um, we're not really gonna put like a blame game. We're not gonna play a blame game. But at the end of the day, you get to be in charge of your business. You get to be the person who makes the rules. You are the one at the end of the day that is the boss bitch, okay? And you have to go home with her or him or them every single day. And you lay your head down at night being that person. And trust me when I say it feels a lot better when you know that you are putting yourself first that you are taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, right? Like, And I know it's overwhelming to try and figure out how to do that, 
when your business is still feeling like it's running you instead of the other way around. So for me, and this is just my story, okay? It started with boundaries and implementing boundaries. The first thing I did was I started enforcing a cancellation policy. And people did not like that. My clients did not like that. They didn't, they wanted to be able to just not show up or call me five minutes before their appointment and say, sorry, I'm not coming. They didn't want to get charged. And I lost, I think like five clients in a matter of like a month or two. And I remember really freaking out because I hadn't lost, like I hadn't lost a client just for the fact that they didn't like something that I did. I don't know if ever, never, maybe in the 10 years that I had been doing hair at that point. And (laughs) which is like kind of sad because that means that I was definitely not putting myself first because there's just no way that if you're being an authentic version of yourself and standing firm in your policies and your boundaries that like every single person is going to be attracted to your business and love you and stay with you. The right people will, the right people will. But again, when we are, when we have no policies, when we have no boundaries, when we don't know what we want our business to be or how we want to run it or who we want to be in it, then it's going to be really hard to attract people who are the right fit for us personally and individually, right? So I know it's scary and edgy to lose clients, but if you're losing clients because they want to late cancel on you or they want you to be available anytime they're available, that's just not the way business works, right? That's not the way your business works. So mindset comes into play here because we have to be able to remind ourselves that we're worthy, that we are able that we that that we're worthy of receiving right so that means like for example has someone have you ever charged someone right and it's like kind of a lot you feel kind of oh my god are they gonna freak out like I don't know and so you say the price and you're kind of wobbly and then they're you know they pay you but then maybe they give you a like a bigger tip or maybe you're reading into something you're like oh my gosh like are they mad like oh she's not saying anything so then you like at the last second like mark some money down like take some money off or you like oh let me you know what like let me um throw in like this deep conditioner for you to take home because you just aren't sure how to receive that that money for the service you provided and um It's an edgy thing, right? Receiving to receive, which this isn't even that. Receiving to receive is like someone just wants to like hand you 20 bucks for no reason. And you're just like, thanks. (laughs) Like, you know, that's an example of receiving to receive. But for us, like it is in exchange, right? We provide a service and they pay us for it. And what they choose to pay us is up to them. Like we don't get to control that. Like we tell them the price if they want to give us a fat ass tip, then cool. Like thank you so much, right? But why is it that we always feel like we need to reciprocate that? Um that's worth looking into, right? And so that gets tied heavily with worthiness, self-trust, um money mindset, 
um, how we feel about ourselves. Like, what is your inner dialogue like? You know, I mean, are you telling yourself all day long how how you don't deserve certain things, or are you feeling like, um, you know, you can't raise your prices because X, Y, or Z? Someone's going to be mad at you. Um, those are all things that can be reframed with a mindset practice. Okay. And a mindset practice doesn't have to be super involved. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. And for me, I go through phases where I spend minimal time on my mindset each day. And there are, I go through phases where I, I like to spend a, a lot more time. It just depends on my mood, what's going on, what my work schedule is like. So when you zoom out, mindset work covers like, it's like an umbrella. It covers like all the things and it can feel really overwhelming because if you've never done it before, then it's going to feel like maybe a lie. It's going to feel like corny. It's maybe going to feel like, like it's not giving you tangible results, right? Because as stylists and business owners, we're used to things that are like quick instant, immediate gratification, like we want to make money now, we want to make more money right this second. And um, it's just not always, that, that isn't the only measure, right, of growth or success or um, the word just flew out of my brain, but it's fine. Um, so, you know, the ways that I like to incorporate mindset when I have like no time, Right, if you're someone who just literally is always flying by the seat of your pants, like trying to get to, you know, from A to B to C to D, whatever, 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 like you don't feel like you have hardly any time during the day to just like chill out. And when you do, you feel like you've got to just like crash on the couch. Um, a few things you can do, you can do incorporate mindset work when you're doing your makeup or getting ready. You can just have like a music playing and you can be giving yourself some, telling yourself some mantras, some affirmations, maybe, or maybe you listen to one of my podcast episodes, or you have like a meditation going, or you have like really something that allows you to deepen into your, your subconscious, your spirit, like your energy, because I know if you're like me, then it's almost like we're addicted to more, to learning. Like if you're not constantly learning, if you're not constantly consuming, then you're wasting your time. And that's how it used to be for me. I used to be reading fucking how-to books, listening to the podcast, like um, following all the hair experts, blah, 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 blah. And it was too fucking much, okay? So step one, step one, is go through your Instagram feed and do a purge. Do these people really actually make me feel empowered, better, um, smart, um, capable, right? I, I see a trend happening on social media right now where these, um, I don't know, educators, industry leaders, whatever you want to call them, are are they're 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 getting back to the whole like get the pain point really dig into the pain point get the people feeling inadequate 
incapable so that they then latch on to your expertism. And that's just blick. I can't do it. I just unfollowed so many people because I'm like, no, unless you're leaving me feeling fulfilled, fucking happy, hella entertained in a way that makes me feel inspired, like to go take inspired action, um, then I'm out. So anyone who who tells me like all the things I'm doing wrong all the time or things that I'm doing that um, aren't like up to par with whatever they think is what a successful stylist should be doing or talking about, I'm out. Like it's just not how I want to consume content. It's not what I want coming into my subconscious belief system. I want to feel empowered that I'm capable, that I'm able, that I'm fucking smart, that all of my goals and desires are achievable and not that I and I don't want to feel like I have to subscribe to all of these weird rules and checklists in order to get there. And just so you all know, I didn't. I've done this my own way and it took me a while, but that's why I want to share with you what I've done, what I've learned, so that maybe you can take some of that information, apply it to your business, and feel fucking better about it, right? Like, we shouldn't feel bad about our businesses. Like, even if we're doing things that might be, quote, I don't know, not the right way, or could use improvements, or like, I really want to raise my prices, I really want to have a set schedule, I really want to make six figures and I don't want to be burnt the fuck out. I want to like my job again. Those are very basic things that everyone should want, right? Everyone should want that. And you should have that. We should all have that. And we shouldn't all be like doing it exactly the same way. It's kind of like the wellness industry and diets. Like, I don't know, like what the fuck? How, 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 there's no way if we all went on the same exact diet, I fucking hate diets. And so I'm not even like condoning diets, which is just an example. But if we all say went on like some, the same exact freaking diet plan, we wouldn't all have the same bodies. So even if we all applied the same weird rules to our businesses, like they wouldn't or maybe they would look the same and that would just be fucking weird and boring, okay? I'm not here for boring. I'm here for individualism. I'm here for empowerment. Like, I know I've said that word now a hundred times, but here's the thing. Like, you can run your business however you want to and mindset work is going to help you do that because when we work on mindset together, especially if you're a client of mine, then you get to be reminded all the time, every fucking day, that you're in charge and you're making the right choices, that you are doing enough, that you get to be the person who gets to have whatever the fuck they want. And for women especially, this is something that's kind of radical, okay? It's not something that many women are comfortable with, right? Like, we're just not. We've not been told enough times that we can have what we want. It's oftentimes followed up with like, 
some sort of like, but you need to deserve it. You need to work really hard for it. You need to like ask permission. Like, no, you don't. But also it's hard to break the status quo. It's hard to be someone doing something that is different, doing something that's not like the typical thing, okay? Um, you know, I've taken some of the typical courses and I've, you know, tried to fit into the boxes and it just doesn't work for me, okay? Like, it just doesn't. And I don't know if you've read my post from yesterday, but it talked a little bit about how I had gotten so in my head about like my message and just how I wanted to deliver it and my work, my verbiage and things like that, that I became very vanilla and then also just like went into freeze mode because I didn't even know what to talk about anymore because I, I just like got so consumed with worrying about how I was perceived and if I was too different here's the thing. We're all the fucking same. Okay. Like we're all humans and we pretty much all have the same desires. We want to be happy. We want to be healthy. We want to be surrounded by love. We want our businesses to feel good. We want to make money. We want to buy our dream cars and our dream houses. Like we want basic human shit. So that's the stuff that we can bond over. Those are the things that we're going to hear that are going to be similar. That's going to be like, damn, yes, I want that too. Oh my God, yes. Like she just got her dream car. Like that's giving me evidence that I can have the same thing or whatever it is. Like maybe you don't care about a dream car. Maybe it's something else. Insert whatever it is. And being together, working on this in community, seeing our coworkers, our peers, our friends, maybe people we don't even like, get the things that they want it can be fuel, it can be fuel for taking our own inspired action to get to the places we want to go. And that to me is kind of like manifestation. For me, manifestation isn't like you dream up something and then it's um, magically appears. Manifestation to me is being intentionally aligned with your desires in a way that you don't let things or opportunities pass you by. Like maybe, you know, the chick at your, like maybe the person at your salon who like maybe you don't really get along with, but maybe she just bought like her dream whatever or she like landed a dream client or I don't know, whatever it is, okay? Instead of using it as like, ew, annoying, we can use that as fuel. Like, fuck, okay, it's happening for her. That means it can happen for me too, and if we were to look at each other in that way, instead of the other way, the world would honestly be a better place because everyone would just be minding their own fucking business, right? Right. So I know that was kind of a tangent, but I always bring it back around. Don't worry. Um, so like I said, mindset work is something that can be utilized anytime, all the time, right? I just used it on my drive home from the nail salon, okay? In the 15 minute, mm, yeah, 15 or so minutes it took me to drive home, I was feeling myself starting to panic. I was like, okay, I was supposed to do this thing at three. Everyone's gonna think I'm a fucking flake. Maybe I am fucking flaky. You know what? I do this. Do I do this? Do I do this all the time? Like, is this is this why my business isn't successful? I literally asked myself that on the way home. Motherfucker! Your business is successful. What are you talking about? And so this is what can happen, right? 
when we're unaware, when the, when the thoughts just keep like, when they're just coming and we're not in a space where we have discernment over our own thoughts, that's the shit that gets trapped up in our bodies, in our energy, in our subconscious, in our minds as the evidence that we're not doing a good job. And the truth is we're always doing a good fucking job. Even if we fuck up, who cares? People make mistakes and you can clean it up. You can clean it up. Personally, I think this live is popping and there have been hella people that have joined and I'm really happy about that. And oh well that I didn't show up at three o'clock. It was out of my control. So am I gonna beat myself up? Meh, I'd rather not. Am I going to believe that I'm some sort of flaky, unsuccessful, lazy? I mean, these are the things that were running through my head, right? No, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna choose not to believe that because it's not true. Am I gonna not do the live? No, although old me probably would have shamed myself so badly on the way home that I probably would have maybe not done it. But that's the difference between old me and this version of me is that I can't let that kind of shit take me down. I just can't. I can't care what people are going to think of me, right? Like the right people, the right people who are going to be here, who are going to, hi, Monica, you're a bomb ass beat. Thank you. Oh, and Tinley's here. Hi. So the right people who want to hear what I have to say, they're going to find this message. They're going to find this live. They're going to hop on here. Maybe they're here right now. Maybe they're going to watch it on the replay. Maybe they, maybe they're going to miss it all together, but they're going to like read something else of mine. That's going to be the thing that makes them, I don't know, want to be my client or whatever. Um, there's so many more factors to running a business and being successful and like all that stuff, it never comes down to one thing, okay? Even if something were to have happened and I couldn't get on this live, right? That alone wouldn't have made or braked, broken, broken my business because there's never one thing that can do that. Nothing has that much power to make or break my business, nothing. I guess me, I could make or break my business because I could choose to not show up because I felt like I did something that was unfixable, like have a late live. But, you know, if I believe that, if I start believing the shit that my brain tells me, then I'm doomed. I'm fucking doomed. So that is where mindset work, it's so basic. It's so simple. It's just not easy, right? It's simple. It's very basic things. It's literally just being nice to yourself and being able to catch the thoughts that come up that are lies, (laughs) that are lies, okay? And I also will say that I struggle with anxiety, ADHD. I have an autoimmune condition that makes my brain work like an ADHD brain. Um, It revs up my whole nervous system. um, And I struggle with depression myself. So there are other factors that go on with my thought patterns and the way I feel. And like, 
it's deep, right? It can be deeper than just like, oh, that's like not a nice thought brain. Like, okay, stop it. It isn't that easy. I know that, okay? Um, but it's a really nice place to start. It's a perfect way to build a foundation for yourself, for the longevity of your career, for the longevity of your mental well-being and your emotional well-being. Um, I know for me, nothing, everything used to be a crisis. Nothing is a crisis anymore. This, like I said, two years ago, like being this late to a live where, again, I make the fucking rules. Who cares if I'm late? <laughs> like, who cares? Um, like would have thrown me into such a tailspin that I wouldn't have been able to recover. I wouldn't have. And I am just really proud of myself because I came home. I came straight into my office. Like I grabbed my water bottle and I sat down and I started fucking talking. I have notes, but like I have these notes, this many notes, um, because it was just a list of of things I was going to give you as examples, but I'm just gonna write them in the caption instead of say them here. Hi, hi people, hello. Um, so anyway, long story short, mindset work. It actually is what helped me with my postpartum depression. It helped me in, I didn't know I was doing mindset work at the time, but it helped me get through labor 22 hours of labor with my dear sweet Leo. Um, it got me through five years of my kid not sleeping. Like it has gotten me through some of the darkest of times, you guys. And so now when I apply it to my business, I'm like, whatever. There is nothing that can come up in my business anymore that would throw me for a loop of um, being able to like not recover. Nothing, because I have prepped and primed my belief system, my brain, and the truth. I remind myself all the time of the truth, which is I'm a boss motherfucking bitch. I run my own show. I get to do what I want. I get to have what I want. I get to be as extra as I want. I get to be fucking loud. Hi, Paige. My assistant just came in. I get to do what I want, how I want, when I want, right? As long as I'm not harming anybody, which I never ever would do on purpose. But if I were to do that, I would clean it up. And that's the other part of mindset work is that we understand we're human beings and there's nothing that we cannot handle. That is a huge piece of the business part of the mindset work, I mean, and life too. Honestly, it all overlaps. Like the days of keeping this shit separate, nope, no more, okay? Like you live in your life, you live in your business life, it's the fucking same, it's the same. So I show up the same in my business as I do in my regular life and let me tell you, when I finally figured that out, life was so much better. It was so much fucking better. Like, this is just me, everybody. Hello. Hi. Um, and that's what I want. That's what I want for everybody. I want everyone to be able to show up, be themselves, have a mindset practice that works for them, and know that by doing that, they're not only helping themselves, but they're helping every single person around them. Because I can't tell you how many messages I get 
people telling me like, you're so sure of yourself. Like you're so sure of yourself. I wish I was that sure of myself. And you know, this is kind of just the way I was born. Like I'm just someone who I'm a communicator and I'm very open and honest. I'm not afraid to talk about how I feel. So I feel like because of that, I don't hold a lot of emotions like in my body. So I'm able to kind of, it like frees up a lot of space. <gasps> Hi, Jen. It frees up a lot of space for me to be myself. Because if we're, if we're not doing that, chances are we are um, constricting. And when we're kind of like constricting and we're, we're keeping all this energetic stuff inside because we're not able to, for whatever reason, like let it go, release, communicate, you know, whatever, then it doesn't leave a lot of space for us to feel safe and comfortable being ourselves, right? So there's so many layers. There's so many factors. I could talk about this literally forever. I've already been talking for like 45 minutes. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, what I really want to get through is that you deserve to feel good about the shit that you're doing in life and in business. You get to feel like you're doing a good job. You get to feel like you get to um, have what you want. You get to feel like your business is the coolest fucking business on the planet and that you're the coolest fucking business owner on the planet because everyone should feel like that. And your clients should feel like that, right? They should be like so obsessed with you, right? Like, oh my God, I just love when I sit in her chair. Like she's so cool and she's so great, blah, 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 right? Like everyone should feel that kind of love. And I don't mean that in a way of your clients are obsessed with you so there should be no boundaries and they're gonna just like text you all the time and be your best friends. No. <laughs> No, no, no. We can be close. We can have close, friendly relationships with our clients and also hold firm boundaries and also have a business relationship with them. Okay? So much is possible. And it all really, it starts and it ends with mindset work. So that's all for today. I'm pretty sure. I think that's all I have to say. Um, I have some um, examples of how you can incorporate mindset work into your day based on how much time that you have. So I'm going to put those in the caption, um, so that you have like a reference for them. And if you have any questions about mindset work, um, about boundaries, um, please send me a message. Let me know, leave them in the comments here and, um, just know you're worthy no matter what. And I love you all. Thank you for being here. All right, y'all, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am enjoying recording it for you. I love going a little deeper into these topics and giving you little snippets into my brain, little peel back of the curtain, just about everything I've learned and am learning all the time as I'm growing my businesses. So if you are loving the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review. 
Um, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, send it up to your stories on IG, tag me. I really, really love to see who's listening. It seriously gives me all the vibes. And um, we just really appreciate all the support. So this will give me a, a better chance to get to know you as well, which I love. If you follow me on IG, you know I love to connect with all of you. So I love you so much. And I cannot wait to catch up with you soon.